Amen. Yes, I was looking at the Kines Bimbo's face because she has warned me that I don't always ask people to sit. So the moment I saw her face, I remembered. Thank you, Dickiness. Amen. Yes, so my name is Olujide Shoremi. Um, and um, yesterday, around 4 o'clock, uh, I got, uh, my phone rang again, and it was our Father in the Lord. And I know that um, Pastor Fumi was asking me that, what was I doing at the time? Initially, I didn't want to bore you again, but I'll tell you what happened again. So yesterday, I went up to my room. I was downstairs with my children, and then I told my eldest son um, to look after his younger sister, that I was going to rest and have my own time upstairs. And my phone was there, so I didn't keep my phone with me um, yesterday. So when I got to the room, I laid on my bed, and I switched on the TV, and then the phone rang. And when I checked the phone, it was Apostle. And I was quickly thinking, did I check the, you know, they sent us the calendar. I did, I said, what is happening? So he said, I should take the ministration this morning. And that is why I'm here again this morning. Um, to minister as um, the servant of the Lord has instructed me. And he prayed for us, and they sent their greetings there with our brethren in Virginia water, and he said the Lord will be with us this morning, and he will speak his word to us this morning. And I pray that as the word of the Lord shall come forth this morning, that every heart that receives it will respond in the mighty name of Jesus. So this morning, um, what the Lord has laid on my heart to share is um, one of the things our Father and the Lord started teaching us on Friday night. And we know that this is our year of transcendent glory and mercy. You know, the transcendent, <laughs> you know, at times you have to be careful so that you won't mispronounce it. So, so that is our year. And that is what the Lord has um, spoken through our Father in the Lord that we will experience this year. So the Lord now took me to look at the word itself, the word transcended, so that I can have a better understanding of what the Lord is, um, has in store for us this year. Now, I checked the dictionary as, as usual, and it says that the, the word transcendent means to go beyond or above the range of normal or to go above or beyond physical human experience amen so i checked the word glory we all know what glory is and glory also is praise honor or distinction that is extended by common consent and of course we know what mercy is and that's a compassionate treatment of those in distress especially when it is within one's power to punish or harm them so i looked at all those words and then read the scripture of the year so if we go to the book of isaiah chapter 4 you know when they were leading prayer this morning 
In fact, I want to pray out the led was just my message. And that is to let you know that the Spirit of God is one. Amen. So I'll read verses Isaiah 4, 5 and 6. Oh, my stuff isn't working again. Yes. So the Bible says, Then the Lord will create over all of Mount Zion and over those who assemble there a cloud of smoke by day and a glow of flaming fire by night. Over all, the, over all, the glory will be a canopy. It will be a shelter and shade from the heat of the day and a refuge and hiding place from the storm and the rain. Amen. Sorry, my, my mouth is already dry. So, one of the things that struck me there was the heat of the day and then the storm and the rain. And that is telling us that in this year there will be heat. That in this year there will be storm. That in this year there will be rain. And what the Lord spoke through the mouth of his servant is to let us know that when this heat come and the rain and the storm when they come that the Lord has made a provision for us and that provision is his glory that has formed a canopy over each and every one of us and on Friday night he was telling us that that glory and the declaration is not for everybody it's only for those if you read the first part it's only for those that are in Mount Zion and those that assemble in it so we have to be under the covering of the Lord and in the house of the Lord for us to benefit from the provision that the Lord has made for us amen now and there are two parts to this the Holy Spirit was teaching me yesterday that this is the declaration from God. We know that the Bible says that when you believe in God, you will be established. When you believe in his prophet, so shall you prosper. So the prophet has spoken, and it is for us to believe. Now God cannot lie. The book of Numbers 23:19, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and then not fulfill? What the Lord has told us will happen this year will happen because God cannot lie. Amen? So that is the confidence that we have. The other part is what about us? Because we know that God cannot lie. God will fulfill his part of the bargain. But what about we as Christians that assemble on Mount Zion? And our Father and the Lord was telling us on Friday night that one of the things about things that can hinder and one of the things he spoke to us about was our love for God. 
and I'll go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 1 Corinthians 2 9 uh, okay, yeah, so it says however as it is written no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him now he now zoning on the word love what God has prepared is meant for those who love God and he told us or asked us a very important question that our love for God you need to ask yourself do you really love God and he was saying that it is actually difficult to explain your love for God because God is unseen and one of the things he also said was if you love somebody then you care one for that person and also that you will care for the things of that person and you will do everything in your power to make sure that you do not offend that person to maintain a good relationship with that person and so that is for us to do we need to ask ourselves that question do I really love God what does it mean to love God and as I begin to dig deeper into that I read the book of 1 John 4 20 to 21 the Bible says if anyone says I love God yet it is brother he is a liar for anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen the next verse and he has given us this command whoever loves God must also love his brother amen so one of the things we need to ensure this year as our father and the Lord has taught us one is to reflect on our love for God that do we do you as an individual really love God and what are the things in your life that you know is not pleasing to God and we need to do as much as we can to get rid of those things and ensure that we live our lives according to the precepts of God the other thing about the love is our relationship and attitude to one another amen if we say we love God but then we do that we have not seen and yet we do not demonstrate love to the people that God has created that we see every day the Bible said that we are liars and so it is important that yes we love God and also we love our neighbor I'm just quickly going through that because our father mentioned it now he also said that if you love God you know the scripture says that 
If you love me, you will obey my commands. In the book of John 14, 15, the Bible says, If you love me, you will obey my commands. So anybody that claims to love God will obey the command of God. So another thing we need to ensure this year so that we can partake in what God has prepared for us is to ensure we live a life of obedience. We need to obey every instruction that the Lord has given us in everything that we do. We need to ensure we ask God before we take any step and then ensure that each step we take is in line with the will of God and the word of God so that we live a life of obedience and then we can then manifest what the Lord has for us this year. Amen? Now, so that's about love. And I'll quickly read love in action. What are some of the things that we need to do if we claim to love God and love our neighbors? So I'll read the book of Romans 12. From verse 9. So love must be sincere. Please just go along as we read it, because these are some specific things that will tell you what we mean, or the manifestation of a person that lives a life of love. And so the person can then say, yes, I love God and I love my neighbor, as the Lord has commanded. So love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. So I'm reading from 9 to the end, sorry. Next verse. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. 11. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Amen. Share with God's people who are in need and practice hospitality amen bless those who persecute you bless and do not cause rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn live in harmony with one another do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position and do not be conceited do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. So those are some of the actions of love. Those are some of the things we need to imbibe in our daily living this year. And I pray that the Lord will strengthen us to do these things in the mighty name of Jesus. 
the other bit that the Spirit laid in my mind, which is the main one uh, I want to talk about this morning, don't worry, the service won't take long, I promise, is sight. In this year, we need sight. If we go back to that book of um, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, so the Bible says that it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. Now, there you can see that our Father and the Lord has been telling us about sight, eyes to see, and ear to hear. And then our mind also it has been telling us about mindset. If you look at that, you know that those things means that something unusual will happen. Something that is not physical. And if you look at the, the, the definition of the word transcendent that I read, it says it's to go above or beyond a range of normal. So it's not something people are used to. So it's something that has not been seen. So it's something that has not been heard. You know, and he said, so, or something that goes beyond physical human experience. That means what we're going to experience this year is something that people have never seen before. It's something that people have not heard about. And when we start manifesting, when God starts to distinct us in this year, it will be something that people cannot conceive. And that is what is going to happen to us this year if we remain under the covering. Amen. Now, there's something about sight. Yesterday I was worried, you know, I'm a clinician, and yet yesterday was the first time I was thinking, why is it that the eyes is here, my eyes? Why is it there in front, you know, and on my head? And... What the Spirit ministered to me is that my, God has created me that way that my eyes will not be there or on the other side so that one I can see and that the eyes is located there so that it will create a field of vision that is necessary for me to function in my environment. So if I stand and my eyes is there for me, with my height, it is adequate for me to engage and function in wherever environment I find myself. Does it make sense? There are some people like maybe Dickin, Dickin, um, I was on the drum, I forgot his name. Tell me, yes. You know, he's very tall. For him, and the way God has created him, his height needs to be at that level. So that he can function properly in his environment for him. It does not mean that the sights that he has or the eyes and what he can see is not different from what I can see. But the problem comes if I want to see at that level. Because then I will need to maybe climb a stool or something. And then if you then ask us to walk, I will need to come down from that stool to walk. So it won't work. So it is the same, but unique to each individual, the way God has created you. And also, that's in the physical. Don't worry, I'm going somewhere with that. Even also in the physical, 
there are some people that for some reason they cannot see maybe they are blind or something has happened to them that they've lost their vision but yet even in the physical those people can still function because they have a guide so is either a walking stick or some some trained dogs that will guide them for those people physically their eyes may not be functioning but their eyes has become the eyes of the guide has become their own eyes so for as long as they align whatever they want to do with what the guide is doing they cannot miss the road they cannot stumble amen so where am i going with this i want us to know that there is the spiritual realm you know there was a time my father and the lord said that the calendar is up there that i can see that he wonders if we can see as well now the type of vision he's talking about is in the spiritual realm amen and in the, in the spiritual realm which is nothing physical which you can describe as transcendent you also need to be able to see so even if you appear as in the physical of a blind man god has made a provision for us a guide and for as long as we identify that god has given us a guide we will be able to see in the spiritual and then we'll be able to take the right steps in as much as we align our desires and everything we want to do to the direction of the guide that god has given us amen now which guide did god give us i'm sure we all know is the holy spirit amen so we're going to read quickly from the book of um so the first one let's read from book of john 14 and i'll read verses 16 and 17 so if you if you start from 15 sorry 15 so the bible says if you love me you will obey my command amen that's one of the things that our father told us we have to do this year and he said i will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever amen next verse the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him amen but you know him for he lives with you and will be with you amen so the lord has given us the holy spirit the holy spirit is our guide this year for as long as we listen and obey he will be able to guide us when the heat comes so that we will not go out of the canopy he will be able to guide us when the storm comes so that we will be safe and we'll be able to navigate our way throughout this year in the mighty name of jesus amen the other one i will read is from the book of john 16. And the book of john 
16 and I'll read verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Next verse. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. Amen. So if you want to hear this year what the Lord is saying regarding any situation you find yourself, remember, nobody will give you an umbrella on your way out if it's not raining. Amen. If somebody stands at the door and as you are going out, they are handing an umbrella to everybody. It's probably because it's raining outside. The Lord will not have given us that glory as a canopy if there will not be heat. He will not create a shade for us if the storm and the rain is not coming. But the question is, what will you do when you see the rain, when you see the storm? Physically, you use your umbrella. But spiritually, even if you cannot see, but you have the Holy Spirit, it will guide you through the storm. Amen? The Holy Spirit will guide you. Now, I used an illustration about someone that has lost their vision or someone that is blind. If someone that is blind wants to walk from this, the front here to the back, they will follow the guidance of the dog. If he starts doubting in his or her mind that will this dog lead me to a pothole, then the accord is lost and that is when that person will fall because the person is not listening or following the guide the Lord has given us the spirit of truth regardless of situation and circumstances that may happen this year always remember one that God has seen it and has spoken through the mouth of a servant and has given you a guide all you need to do is to follow all you need to do is to make sure there is nothing that is blocking your hearing and also there is nothing that is clouding your vision and our Father in the Lord has taught us that for you to see through the eyes of the Spirit you need faith so it might look difficult the storm might be great but if you have faith that the Lord has made provision and you have the Holy Spirit that will navigate the course for you this year you will be successful Amen Does it make sense? So the Lord has given us that Spirit It is in us We need to ensure like our Father and the Lord has taught us Reflect, ask yourself, do I love God? 
If not, we can make amends. If there are things in our lives that will hinder the development of that love or that our love for God, we'll pray to the Holy Spirit, send your fire, destroy all those things in my mind, in my heart, in my body, wherever it may be, so that I will be pruned and purified and I'll be able to partake in what God has for me this year in the mighty name of Jesus. I'll give two examples of faith because for you to be able to see with the eyes of the Spirit this year, you need faith. Amen? So I'll use, there are different examples in the Bible, but I'll I'll use two quickly and then we'll, we'll pray. So the first one is the story of Anna. I'm sure we all know the story. And, and we'll see faith in action. Amen. So I go to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1. So I'll first read from verse 8. And that is Anna and her disposition to the situation in her life at that time. So the Bible says, her husband Elkanah will say to Anna, Why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? And why are you downhearted? So those three things were the things that when people, when their husband was looking at her, he saw those things. She wasn't hating, she was downcast, she wasn't happy because of her situation and what she's been believing God for. Um, and then read 12. The Bible said, Anna was praying in her heart. Her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk. Amen. Another thing Anna did at Shiloh that year was she was praying, but she was praying from her heart. Her father in the Lord said, anytime we pray, make sure you pray from your heart. Because that is when you can connect with heaven. Amen. When we worship, make sure you worship with your heart. And anytime you come into the presence of God, make sure you come with expectation. Pastor Debbie was preaching when we were upstairs. That anybody that stands on the altar that the Father and the Lord has instructed to minister, we should see beyond that person and look through to the God that is speaking through that person. Because I know I'm not different from any other person sitting there. But for some reason, the Lord has chosen me as a vessel this morning. And so if you connect with a God that is using the vessel, then you will be able to gain from the God that is speaking this morning. Amen? So she prayed from her heart. So this year, if you open your mouth to pray, let it come from your heart. And then from 17... The Bible says, Eli answered, go in peace. Because when Eli went to her and asked her what she was doing, she explained her situation to Eli. And this was what Eli said to her. Go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked him. So the man of God spoke. Our father told us during one of the conventions that we need to be sensitive in our spirit to the spirit of God. That when you're sensitive to the Spirit of God in your environment, 
because the power of God is equipotential, it has the same potency everywhere, that you will be able to draw the power. And then when you draw the power, the kingdom comes. And when the kingdom comes, it comes in His glory. And where the glory is, there is manifestation. Anna connected to heaven. Heaven connected to Eli. Eli spoke to the situation of Anna. But what did Anna do? I'll read from 18. And Anna said, May your servant find favor in your eyes. She believed what the servant had said. Then she went away. And the first thing she did was what she wasn't doing before. She ate. And the Bible said her face was no longer downcast. Something changed. She prayed, connected to heaven, heaven connected to the man of God. The man of God spoke to the situation and Anna believed. Anna had faith. Because she was downcast before, she was no longer downcast. Because she believed that God has answered that prayer. That is faith. So the first thing she did was everything changed. From being sad to being happy, eating, because she knew God has answered that prayer. So that's faith. Even though physically she has not seen the baby, she was not pregnant. At that time, she has not even met with her husband. But she believed what the Lord has declared through the mouth of a servant. And then in 19, the Bible says, Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before the Lord. And then went back to their home at Ramah. The Bible said, Elkanah made love to his wife, Anna. And the Lord remembered her. Amen. The Lord will remember you this morning. But she took that step of faith. I don't know what your situation was last year. I don't know what you prayed uh, uh, on the 31st to the 1st of this year. But one thing I can tell you is, you connected to heaven. Heaven spoke through the mouth of a servant concerning you. The servant of the Lord made a declaration. We need to see to the eyes of faith that whatever it is that was is no longer whatever the Lord has declared is what will be and we should begin to live our life like that and God will remember us Amen the second one quickly is from the book of Matthew 14 And I'll read from verse 25. Matthew 14 from verse 25. It says, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. I'm sure we all know this story. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is high. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, 
tell me to come to you on the water. And God replied, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Amen? So we see here again, faith, but because of what he saw with the physical eyes, doubt crept in. And then he began to see. This is January. God has promised us we are under the glory that is a canopy over us. But remember, there is heat coming. Storm. Rain. When you see the rain here, as a person, if it's raining and you have an umbrella, yes, you use it. But spiritual eyes is what we need and sight. And God has given us the Holy Spirit to guide us through. So when the heat comes, when the storm comes, we should keep our focus on Jesus and God for what he has promised. We know, God, we know that God cannot lie. He has promised it will fulfill. The canopy is there. We are under it. We just need to make sure we are obedient and tune our frequency to the frequency of the Holy Spirit so that we can see and then it will guide us to navigate the storm and we can hear and it will give us direction and we will walk through and that will create a distinction between us that we are under the shelter and the canopy, the glory, the transcendent glory, and those that are not, and it becomes visible. If you read here, what Jesus did, if you read that, uh, that Matthew 14, 32, the Bible says, when, when they climbed into the boat, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When people see the way you are navigating through the storm, they will ask you, How are you doing it? And then that gives you an opportunity to minister the world with power, authority, and confidence. We've seen here in this house manifestations. If we want to manifest this year, our love life with God, we need to review. Also, our faith in the God that we profess to serve. This year, you need to be able to see through the eyes of the Spirit. And that is through your faith in God. Amen? Now, just to summarize... What God has for us this year is something that no one has seen before, no one has heard before. They cannot even conceive it in their heart. But for that to happen, we have to manifest. Because if we don't manifest, then it's, it's, it won't become obvious to people to see the distinction in this year. And that distinction will come when the heat is there. 
that distinction will come when the storm comes and when the rain comes because when the rain comes and you are the only one with your umbrella with an umbrella that is so big what happens is if it's so strong people will come to you for shelter as well and then when they come to you for shelter you will be able to let them know where the shelter is coming from and then be able to win souls for the Lord this year by the mere fact that we will be able to manifest what God has promised in the mighty name of Jesus so I round up this morning by asking us to kindly rise as we pray our father the lord led us on prayer on friday about things that can hinder sin different things he taught us about and he led us in a prayer he said we should ask the holy spirit to send this fire to destroy anything in our mind, our heart, our body, anything around us that will hinder us from loving God. And I also add from loving one another and our neighbor. Because if we don't love our brother and our sister that we can see, then we don't love God. If we don't love God, we cannot partake in what God has promised. So you are going to lift up your voices this morning and pray for the Holy Spirit to send that fire. You know it is written that God is the one that created the blacksmith. And it's the blacksmith that fans the coal into fire to forge a weapon that is suitable for its purpose. So you are going to pray this morning for the Holy Spirit to send that fire to burn up anything that may be in our lives that may hinder us from loving God the way we ought to in our actions, in everything we do in our speech that the Holy Spirit will put a seal on our lips that we will not spill God that anything that we do will be in line with the will and purpose of God for us even in this season ask the Holy Spirit to prune you ask the Holy Spirit to cleanse you this morning Father, Lord Almighty, we pray. Holy Spirit of God, send your fire this morning and destroy anything that may be in our lives, in our bodies, in our mind, in our heart that will serve as a source of hindrance from us loving we the way we ought to, from us loving you the way we ought to, from us loving our neighbors, our brothers and our sisters, from us manifesting the true love of God. Oh Lord Almighty, we pray. Prune us, cleanse us this morning, Jehovah, so that we will partake in that which you have for us, O oh Lord, so that we will not miss out, so that we will remain in the assembly of Mount Zion. Father Lord, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord Jesus. I want you to also pray for a heart of obedience. In this season, we need to obey the instructions from heaven. The Bible says that if you love me, you will obey my commands. So if we live a life of disobedience, then how can we say we love God? So we are going to pray that Lord help us to obey. 
as your spirit directs, we will follow. Help us to live a life of obedience to your word. That everything that we do, every step that we take, will be in line with your precepts, O Lord. That your word that we have been taught and that we have read will regulate every action that we take even this year. That we will not deviate from the path that you have set before us, O God. Help us, Holy Spirit. Father, Lord, help us to hearken to your voice this year. Help us to listen to the Holy Spirit that you have sent to us, O Lord. That you have given us, O Lord, to guide us this year. That as the Spirit leads, we will follow. The voice of strangers, we will not follow. We know that these are end times. And the weapon of the enemy is deception, is illusion. But how can we overcome deception and illusion? It's by hearkening to the voice of the spirit of the truth. And you have given us the spirit of truth. Help us to live a life of obedience to your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then you're going to ask God this morning. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh. The Bible says in every man is a spirit, but it's the breath of the Almighty that gives understanding. Father, Lord, help us. Holy Spirit, fill us afresh this morning. Grant us understanding, O Lord, that our mind, you will open the eyes of understanding our mind, O Lord. That you will, O Lord Almighty, help us to understand everything that you have for us this year. So that we will not deviate from what you have set before us. And we will remain under the canopy. That we will be sensitive in our spirit to draw the power. To draw the power which brings the kingdom and the glory. And where the glory is, there is manifestation. And we will continue to walk, O oh Lord, and carry the power of your presence everywhere we go. And this will create a distinction for us this year. And when people see, they will come under that canopy. And we will preach the gospel, minister to their hearts, and they will be saved in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord Almighty, we say thank you this morning. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen.